Welcome to Crispy Coated Robot Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. For this episode, Jim and George will discuss the third studio album by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Damn the Torpedoes. Hey, it's Jim. And it's George. Welcome to the Crispy Coated Robots Listen To. Mm-hmm. And we have our uh, record player all queued up. We're listening to Damn the Torpedoes from 1979 at Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Damn the Torpedoes. I know this is the first show that features some sort of swearing on it, you know. Feel a little bit uh, bad, a little naughty. <laughs> what does "damn" to torpedoes mean uh, in like article, nautical, uh, uh, nautical terms? <laughs> are, are you serious? You want to know? Yes, I do. I mean, just for everybody out there, I might know already, but you know. Well, what do you think it means? It means fire the torpedoes, or or let's block ourselves from the torpedoes. No, or I, damn you, torpedoes. Well, uh, actually, none of those are right. Interestingly. Wow. No, it's, it's a, from the Civil War. There there was a blockade around Alabama. Okay. And they there was a crew of, I forget the guy's name, but a naval officer uh, was, they were trying to take that, that beachhead and one of the lead ships blew up because of the mines in the water and the captain, I, I think he was an admiral actually, he said, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Okay. So it goes all the way back to the Civil War. So why did Tom Petty use it for this album? Well, uh, whenever he was, <laughs> uh, this is his third album, his yes, third yes, studio yes, album. Yes. He was embroiled in a, a lot of controversy with his record company at the time. And so there's a lot of anger uh, channeled through this album towards the record industry because they were trying to get him to make an album that he didn't want to make for that record company. He wanted to put it on with the new record company and there were lawsuits and uh, everything happening at that time. So it it was kind of, the, I think it's a very fitting title actually, where he's like, I don't care what's going on. We're taking that beachhead. Yeah. And there a lot of tension to making this album, which usually some of the great albums uh, come out of that because you had Jimmy Iovine uh, kind of really kind of taking a role where he's, you know, Really kind of demanding. I know he was really demanding on the drummer here, too. And, oh, yeah. They actually, I think he got fired. Yeah. This, this, I mean, there was like a two-week period where they brought in other drummers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he was really a little weird. Really critical of the drummer. I know Tom Petty uh, stood up for him uh, during the album. But uh, this is a great album. You know, sometimes out of that whole, all that stress comes some good stuff. And the album starts off with a huge hit called Refugee. Yeah, and... I wanted to talk about this. The band actually, now keep in mind, this album came out in uh, 79. Is yes, that right? 79. You're correct, uh, sir. So the MTV didn't come along in, in, for a few more years, uh, mm-hmm, 81, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And, but they played this video a lot. This video was actually made by the band because they didn't want to go on to the Merv Griffin show. <laughs> oh, they played the video instead. So they just hear Merv. Here's this video, uh, and I don't know why they didn't. And that was happening a lot too. They had a show called Fridays that was kind of like the equivalent of SNL yeah. on Friday on ABC. And I noticed a lot of bands were like, like the Eagles gave them. Uh, I can't tell you why. It's like here we're going to make an appearance video wise. We yeah. don't want anything to do with you. So so they they kind of did the same thing. Tom Petty did like, hey, you know, we don't want to. Yep. Make the effort. <laughs> but this this song, uh, it's the second single uh, written by Tom Petty and uh, guitarist Mike Campbell. 
Refugee? Yep, let's do it here. Don't as have to we, live like a refugee, Jim. As we listen to bleep, um, sorry, damn the tornado, <laughs> damn, damn the, the tornadoes. tornadoes, damn the tornadoes, <laughs> damn the torpedoes. That's a sequel album. <laughs> Tom Petty with the uh, crispy coated robots. The staff of crispy coated robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously what did you expect? Now on with the show. We're back from uh, Damn the Tornadoes, I mean Torpedoes. <laughs> very, very windy song. Refugee, I mean, how many times do you think you've heard that song in your lifetime on, on classic rock stations? It's just- 168. I oh, have, really? I actually, no, you, you keep a scorecard, yeah, right? That's Let right. me see here. I'll, I'll mark a little. Hotel California, that was 20, that's, they, that makes 228. You know. Yeah, the band actually closed out their Live Aid set uh, in Philadelphia with this song. This was the last song that- right. Wow, I never fi- pictured this as kind of a, as an ender. You know, I could see he had, and he had a lot of rock and stuff. Opener only album, Ender at Live Aid. Hmm. Who would have thought? And, well, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a, a rebel type song. Uh, anything else you want to say about Refugee before we move on? I am ready to move to track number two. Here comes my girl. And when I heard this, this sounded like nothing on the radio the way it mm. started out with True. the kind of real. How would you describe it? It's just so smooth at the beginning, and it's got that kind of nice little guitar effect. It, you know. It's almost like the equivalent of American Girl, uh, uh, his other hit. When people heard that, he, they thought Tom Petty was from outer space. They knew, <laughs> they knew it was like rock, and they liked it, but it just sounded so different. I think this song kind of falls in that yeah, same area. You know, uh, what I love, it's, it's, he's playing a Rickenbacker uh, 12-string guitar, which is, is kind of a, a rare guitar. Campbell or Tom Petty? Uh, Campbell. Okay, yeah. Now it's it's actually photographed on the album. That's what oh, that's Petty is holding. Holding. Oh, okay. But he is not playing it on, on this track. Uh, it's got so much Tom Petty attitude uh, on this um, this this track. It's my favorite track on the album. And uh, what's interesting is they had the chorus that we're about to listen to, but Tom Petty couldn't figure out how to work in the the verses so he kept trying to sing it a bunch of different ways and what we're about to hear i just love how it's just kind of spoken and it it really comes to life but uh also listen to the the piano work uh that's done here and and how the piano and the guitar arpeggios just kind of fuse together it's really yeah and it's it's kind of funny you mentioned he had a problem with the verses because this is my favorite part uh, the verses i mean i love the chorus too but the verses it's really just like make a it, conversation. It kind of yeah. it kind of really fits his voice too, the way he kind of growls through it. So here it is. Here comes my girl as the crispy cut robots listen to Tom Petty. Damn the torpedoes! Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. There goes your girl, or here comes your girl, George. Yeah. I love it. I love that song. <laughs> it still has a freshness to it for me. Yeah, I think it's those beginning chords to me. It, it's just got. I mean, it's not... It's that Rickenbacker 12 right there, baby. It's, you know, I know that rock and roll is from the 70s, Led Zeppelin. That one, that lead off to me just sounds like it could be from any decade, you know? I'm sorry, you know, make, I don't want to put down Led Zeppelin. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's, you're right. The fresh argument is really good there. Um, so uh, onto a song now that was really hopeful for a lot of people out there who felt like they were, they were down and out. <laughs> uh, even the losers... Uh, was cut number three off this album. Cut number three. It was never released as a single, though, except in Australia. 
for some reason, a lot of losers in Australia. I, I guess that's what they're saying. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's a song Petty based the lyrics on a, a real event, if if you will. He was had a junior high crush on a girl named Cindy, and uh, they spent a night together. And the next day, she kind of waved him off and saying, eh, "It's just a one night stand." And so many years later, uh, he wrote this song, even the losers. So yeah, and I think it speak. Uh, it really kind of like the reason it kind of crawled onto. Uh, classic rock radio with first of all it's a great song without being a single it just had this kind of feeling and i think it kind of grew uh you know kind of one of those, these grassroots songs of like you know oh, everybody everybody knows that tom petty song you know and, and petty kind of took this as the motto of the whole band of the of the group because they were really underdogs in the record industry uh they what's weird is they made it really big in in england and then they Come and they toured and everything. They come back stateside, and they're nobodies. Yeah. And they they just couldn't until this album came out. They just couldn't really get ahead uh, for whatever reason. And but this southern rock mixed with you know just almost the uh, Booker T kind of organ stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it I I it's hard for me to imagine why it it just didn't catch on instantly, even from their previous albums, but. Even the losers. <laughs> Get lucky sometimes. Get lucky sometimes. All right. This is the Crispy Coder Robots listening to Damn the Torpedoes, Tom Petty, and the Heartbreakers. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. There it is. George's yep. anthem right there. That's me. He was like, you know, they, hands they, were in the air. He was like jamming. <laughs> yes, tell him, Tom. <laughs> Preach tell <it>. him. <laughs> You know, uh, he has a, a later song, uh, You Got Lucky. Oh, yeah, know. which I, I love so that song. Even too. the losers, you know, get lucky sometimes. Yeah. And then, You Got Lucky, babe. And then, and Don't Come Around Here No More. Get out of here. Yeah. You're, you're a loser. You got lucky. Don't come around here yeah, no so more. It's just all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention Mike Campbell really struggled with the guitar solo on that. Until and that's Tom hard Petty. to believe because he's him. This is a great duo that people don't mention as much as Lennon McCartney and all these. Yeah. Like Campbell and, and Tom Petty really, really. Yeah, a lot of people look at him as just a heartbreaker, you know, member of the heartbreaker band, but um, he was really, you're right, there, that partnership he had with petty and these songs are, are unmistakable and even but, the solo years he played on that stuff too you know, oh yeah you have that free fall and all that yeah, stuff. yeah exactly but uh again he was just kind of at a block on on this and petty said well what would chuck berry do <laughs> and uh so chuck berry if you listen to the way he play i know you're a guitarist jim yes he he will play two notes simultaneously on his solos mm-hmm. so Within a few minutes, the solo was recorded after he kind of broke through that mentally. Yeah. Uh, so. There you go. Even the losers. Can get lucky sometimes. Can get a guitar solo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on to uh, cut number four, which is Shadow of a Doubt. A complex kid. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me too. I was going to do the same thing. Yeah, uh, well, what did you think about this track? Of course, you know, this. these are the album tracks on the album. A lot of people haven't heard these tracks, but I, I really did like them, you know, hearing uh, Damn the Torpedoes. Yeah, this, the, uh, I like this. Uh, there's a lot of nice bongo work uh, at the beginning uh, that's uh, worth checking out. But uh, on this, um, listen for the harmony. Tom is harmonizing with himself, uh, which is uh, kind of interesting. Um, but uh, and then there's this weird line, uh, and when she's dreaming, sometimes she speaks in French. 
what is that? You know, well, you know, the, the, the there's there is that kind of thing. People saying now they woke up speaking French and stuff like that. Oh yeah, all yeah. the time. I've never heard that. What do you? Well, no, there about? was there was some sort of uh, mind kind of uh, disease where people say they. Uh, hit their head, or they end up speaking a different language. So maybe mm. this happened in the seventies. Well, that's I guess what makes he never he never reported it. A complex kid. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Let's do it, Jim. As we listen to "Damn the Torpedoes," it's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again. A complex, a uh, complex, a complex kid is George yeah. from the Crispy Coated Robots. She uh, says she hates her paw, Jim. It's <laughs> what makes her complex. <laughs> We're listening to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, uh, Damn the Torpedoes, today with the Crispy Coated Robots, and we're on to our final song from side one, mm, which is Century City. Central City. Uh, this is, now, again, this is going back to the whole record company fighting stuff. This is where all the lawyers were uh, for the uh, record labels, so don't want to go to the wrong label you yes. know, and all of that in Century City. So, but the the vocal rhythm here, uh, it reminds me of the Springsteen uh, song "Pink Cadillac," the the opening. Yeah, cadence. I can see that. I can see that. But let's check it out. All right, so let's go to Century City as we listen to "Damn the Torpedoes." Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. And we are back from Century yeah. City, George. Did you have a good trip? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to live in the modern world, Jim. <laughs> what, what, what were all those video game noises at the beginning? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I When I first heard it, I thought something was wrong with the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I was like, so, yeah, but, but you know, but it's one of those things where like, oh, let's be cool. Let's kind of mix it up with some sounds, you I know? I guess. They, but, were, they were wrong. But it's a nice little rocker. Nice way to end the first side. Strong uh, end of the first side of the album. And on to side two. This is going to yes. be the first single released. Yeah, and, and it was kind of like an old song for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, if I remember. It was kind of like a song they played, and they played, and they just kind of redid it and found like a hit out of it, right? Well, he uh, and one of the other members, uh, the guitarist, uh, were in a band called Mud uh, Clutch or Crunch. Mudbone. What is it, what is it called? Mud, Mud Clutch. Mud Crutch or something like that? I thought it was clutch. A mud clutch, whatever. Uh, and they they played this song in in there uh, back in mud crutch. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm getting a signal. Mud crutch. Yes, thank you very uh, much. Back in, Where are you getting in a signal from? I don't see anything. Yeah. So the uh, but you know Petty had considered giving this to the Jake Owls band. That's right. That was the story. Yeah, where, where it's going to be like a hit, and I could see them doing it too and making. It oh a yeah. Hit. yeah, well, it sounds like them. And and Petty and the Heartbreakers had um, they had opened, you know, for the Jay Giles band on on tour. Uh, but uh, Iveen heard this song and was like, "No, you're out of your mind. You can't do that. That's a hit." And he's right. It's the first single. And um, the keyboard on this, George. I know you're a keyboardist. I mention this every time we have a keyboard song. When he does that. Near, 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 near. I don't think the song is the same without that keyboard part. You know what I'm talking about when I say near, 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 near. That would be correct, sir. <laughs> the song would not be the same. No, you're you're right. Those yeah. those glissandos uh, going. Oh, oh down fancy key- keyboard. Hey, you know you, you got to tell me what, what you got to tell me what a glissanda is. No, that's the where you just strike the notes okay. with your hand. It's not a type of keyboard. It's just he's like play, a, he's playing a glissanda. So everybody go to Amazon and see if you can buy a glissanda. <laughs> I'm trying to find a glissanda. The glissando eight <laughs> X. Tom Petty used it on Don't Do Me Like yeah. That. George said so. <laughs> so let's listen to it right now. Do it. As we listen to Damn the Torpedoes. Don't do me like that, Jim. Oh. You know the drill by now. Pause here.
Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. And we are back from Don't Do Me Like yep. That. He said that was a phrase his father always used to say. Uh, but uh, Petty wrote that on the piano. So that he actually, even though the, the piano part is you know performed by one of the heartbreakers, he wrote the song on the piano, and uh, they just kept it pretty much like he did on on the demo. So, uh, but like I said, uh, the, the torpedoes. Uh, I mean, damn the torpedoes was one short. See, the, ha, la, what are you ha, talking about? Ha, the ha, torpedoes or the heartbreak? The, I'm the, confused. The, the, What's the, the name tornadoes? Of the, <laughs> the album okay. was one song short from completion, and. Uh, Again, they they grabbed this. You hear so many of these stories off. too. I mean, yeah. about Kansas, they're like, we we just uh, you know we came in the last minute and said, hey, I got carry, oh, carry on. on with yeah, I mean, you yeah. hear this about these classic songs, like you know, I just wrote it the night before, you know, and uh, just came in and showed the guys. Yeah, and- you know, there Petty admits uh, that there was some struggle with this album for some of these tracks. Uh, they were going off of you know some some demo recordings uh, that the guitarist had and he had made and. Um, so this song came very easy because, like you said, it's just, eh, put it on there, you know. And uh, it, it shows in the effortlessness of, of that. But uh, Yeah, so we're, we're on now to the side two, track two, which is You Tell Me. You, you tell, tell me, George. Me. You tell me. What you like about this song. You tell me. What do you, go ahead, tell me. Tell me. Well, it's, it kind of has that muscle, muscle shoals uh can't speak today. <laughs> those muscle that, shoals. Those muscles. It's got those muscle shoals. <laughs> yep. But uh, it's it's a it's a worthy groove. Let's okay. Do it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, you tell me as we listen to Damn to Torpedoes. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. All right, we're back. Crispy Coated Robots. We're listening to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Damn the Torpedoes. This was the landmark album that pretty Damn much tornadoes. Yeah, which which kind of launched the album. They have, of course, they had American Girl already as a hit, but uh, this one really kind of uh, helped propel them to a different kind of stardom. So, uh, in that whole kind of uh, because you're thinking about the time, George. This is '79. You're thinking about you have Boston coming off their big giant albums. You have that kind of corporate rock sticks is doing their thing. Uh, Pat Benatar is just breaking, and then there's New Wave kind of breaking too. Yeah. and Tom Petty kind of came between these guys like the knack and, and some of these new wave kind of things that are hitting and between Boston and stuff. Cause he can kind of split that line. It's classic rock, but yeah, very, not, very not, solid rock. And, yeah. And I will say this album, I think they really kind of found that Tom Petty and the heartbreaker sound, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it's just this, this interesting mix. Cause they're very influenced by bands like the birds uh, and English bands and things. But then there's this Southern, rock component to it that uh is is really unique but, interesting uh, cover too when you say the whole band came together to, to form the heartbreakers and basically it's him on the cover by yeah his, by himself with just holding the, yeah that's marketing though you know <laughs> they need the one star right I, yeah they need the mick jagger the group yeah okay i, I it, think so okay so we're on now to what are you doing in my life which right. i have asked george a million times uh why are we doing this and what are you, you doing still owe me money life? that's <laughs> Until you pay up. Now, this is a nice little toe tapper. Uh, one thing that I, I wanted to mention about a lot of the songs on this this album uh, that's applicable here, too, there's never a third verse, which is 
highly unusual for songs written around this period where you would have first verse, chorus, chorus. second verse, chorus, chorus, bridge, third verse, bridge, chorus. Bridge solo, third verse, yeah. chorus. And, uh, but he'll just repeat another verse. And it's like, man, I liked it enough for the first verse. Here it is again. <laughs> Which I've done in a couple songs songwriting. I'm like, man, that first verse is really good. I think if we come back to it after the solo, people are like, oh, he's doing the same verse, but I like that verse. So it's not a, not a bad strategy. If it worked at the beginning, it'll work at it the end. It worked for this album. Don't That's be for so sure. harsh, George. Jeez. So let's do it. All what right. What are you doing in my life? As we listen to Damn the Torpedoes. Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. What are you doing in my life? I told you to leave. You tell me. <laughs> Crispy Coated <laughs> Robots listening to Damn the Torpedoes. That was the name of the song. I'm not yelling at George. Um, but uh, a little. that brings us to the end of the album, a little Louisiana Rain. Louisiana Rain. Louisiana Rain. So the story that Petty tells about this, or that he told about this, uh, is that there was this English engineer that had this amphetamine habit, okay, so he was transplanted. He, he lived in Texas uh, in the South, uh, moved around and everything. And that this song is about kind of a characterization of, of him. Okay. Uh, but what I like for it to close the album, uh, it, it kind of shows off Tom Petty becoming this ballad writer. Uh, and it's, it's re- you know, so he can do the, aggressive stuff that we heard open the album and everything, but then really kind of get a little more uh, meaningful lyrics and things. Nothing wrong with the other ones, but a little more uh, pensive uh, in his writing on this. So, uh, which we'll come to see in, in later exploits and albums, you know, from him. Okay, let's do it. Louisiana Rain from Damn the Torpedoes, Tom Petty oh, and Heartbreakers. Just a disclaimer. Yeah. This sped up tape noise thing at the beginning there is not a problem with the studio it is on the it recording on, yes so just yes. this is another one of those hey wouldn't it be funny if okay here it is jimmy Iveen. <laughs> this should be the last time that you have to pause this i promise and now here are some final thoughts from jim and george regarding this episode's selection and we are back from louisiana rain that closes out damn the yeah. torpedoes with tom petty the length of the uh, length of the album 36 minutes and 38 seconds, a classic 70s, give you nine hits, and let's move. Let's go. Yeah. We done. Don't waste any time. <laughs> Louisiana rain soaking through my shoes. What do you think about that, George? What do you think uh, you usually like? I guess it depends upon the material. Are you into those kind of snappy albums like uh, Tom Petty would put out and John Cougar that would be like 34 minutes or 30 minutes? And, you know, if just... You know, I would rather have it very succinct like that than have tracks that that are fluff uh because i i enjoy every single track on this album um uh, so i would rather i think it's the classic yes is more um i mean less is more yes yes is <laughs> I, I was confused for a second yeah. like, is, is it yes is more I, yeah. thought, I was believing you for a second you should have just went yeah, with we're, that we're doing yes uh, you should have went with that we're yeah, doing yes. yes is more huh <laughs> and you agreed with him we what just, do you mean by that? I don't know what's in the water today, but uh, <laughs> less is more, right? Yeah, but less, more is more. Uh, but I, I, so I would rather have an album that was strong without any fluff on it, uh, like this album. So there it is, "Damn the Torpedoes" from nineteen seventy nine. 
the torpedoes. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, a classic album. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy it every time we review albums because we have a great time doing it and we have a good time re- researching it too. I know that I like I like pulling it up and if I've heard it before, I love listening to it again. If I had a couple tracks I've not listened to, I like experiencing yeah, a, it. A good excuse to just sit down and go all the way through. Yeah, so. and when we have a listing of all the albums we've done so far at crispycodedrobots.com, also information about our podcast that drops every single Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. You can't miss it. So if you know, just go where you get podcasts and you can see a new episode from We're us. out there everywhere. You can't escape it. And we do have merch on our website too. Yes, if you love the show and want to get a shirt of us with our pictures on the front, we have that. We have socks. <laughs> oh, God. We have, oh, the socks are ridiculous. And we have masks. We have Fanny everything. Pack. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I guess. I don't, yeah. So we have everything merch. So thank you very much for listening to this particular episode of Listens To. And George, I believe you have the final say. Don't do me like that. Like uh, Jerry Springer don't, does with his final don't, word. Don't do me like don't that. Don't do you like that? Don't do me like that. Well, 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 why have you come into my... Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> what are you doing in my life? What are you doing in my life? You don't have to be... You, you, you don't, tell me! You don't have to live like a refugee. You dude. tell me what you're doing Until in my next life. week, gang. Thanks for Shadow listening. Shadow without a complex kid. <laughs> yeah. Here comes my girl right now. I gotta go. <laughs> Until next week, be kind, be well, and find a way to invest yourself into other people every day. And remember... Even the losers get lucky sometimes. Well, sometimes. This program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy-coated robots under the direction of Circus Joe Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing. You only have yourself to blame for that. Email Jim and George at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred. And finally... Be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.